0: broadcasting live from the PHX.fm studio in Phoenix, Arizona. It's time for Valley Business Radio, spotlighting the Valley's best businesses
1: and the people who lead them. Welcome back to another episode of the Arizona 100 podcast. I'm adrian McIntyre with PHX.fm. I'm joined by Abby Fink, publisher of the Arizona 100. Hi Abby. How you doing? I am well. Today, the day we're recording this, this is election day. It is the end of what seems like an interminable election season. By the time, of course, this is airing, the dust will have settled a bit. Things might look different. How's it going over there?
0: Well, yeah, yeah. So I read something earlier today that talked-you you mentioned the word election season. So it used to be that the first Tuesday in November was the day to vote, and now it is the last day to cast your vote. So uh, I sent mine in a couple weeks back and got the text message that it was verified and counted. So I have been uh, still paying attention, of course, as a as a um, interested in the in the process but have already had already cast my vote. so there was no more convincing for me. Um, it's been interesting as a you know communications professional and as a marketing professional to watch and listen and pay attention to the different ways that, candidates and propositions have been, you know, trying to curry favor and and convince me and the others that vote to go in one direction or the other. So I suspect there will be a, a very, very quiet period of time. Uh, you know, the phone will stop ringing and the text messages will stop dinging as the um, the hard, you know, full court press efforts are stopping. I don't think we'll know the uh, winners yet. Um, certainly not for a little bit on whether we're talking about candidates or propositions. But you know, it's interesting. The um, the the enthusiasm, shall we say, for the process and the amount of chatter that's been happening on on both sides of the aisle, on all sides of the propositions is something that I wish we maintained over, you know, the, this period of time that if you're uh, excited and involved in a particular issue, you know, what happens now when, you know, once the decision is made, um, whether you are on the side that you consider to be the winning side, or you are on the side you consider to be the losing side, there's still lots of opportunities to get involved. And, you know, I think that's probably the toughest part is, is you know, we, we focus so much energy on today and getting the votes in and, and casting your votes, which is clearly an important part of the process. But there's a lot of work that needs to be done after the fact, because even if you are, even if you are a winner in your beliefs, you still need to get out there and and make it work, right? Make your vote count and and make the action that we've
1: all asked for come to life. Make it work. You know, it's interesting. Governing is work, particularly in a large, complex, quite diverse nation state system such as ours. We have 50 states with their own rules. We have local counties and municipalities. And at every level of this thing, all the way up to the branches of government we all learned about in the eighth grade, the executive branch, the legislative branch, the judicial branch, it's all work. And I think sometimes as we get caught up in the emotional heat of campaigns, what gets lost is the fact that there is real work real work to be done to govern this experimental union of ours. And I hope that wherever things are, as people hear our voices, and as we reflect on what it takes to move forward and make things work, we remember the work that's involved. You know, the the two sides thing that has emerged over the last few decades, particularly as media outlets have aligned themselves with I'm this is my team, this is my team, has really created, I think, a false impression of the fact that some people are only going to govern half of America. And we need to get back to the reality that this is one country. Uh, as complex and different and differently situated as we all are around it. And that we're electing a government that is the government of the American people and find our way past some of the divisiveness, if possible. Right. Um, some of it's like, you know, it's, a, it's addictive. It's like cotton candy. I mean, you know, it tastes good when you first start it, but then after a while you feel sick to your stomach. We just <laughs> got to pull back a little bit from some of those dopamine hits we get um, for or against our position, and and remember, uh, we're in. We're all in this together, whether we like that or not, or believe that or not. The reality is, we are
0: right. Well, and and you know, where we, I think everyone's in agreement that it is not likely that we will have definitive answers just because the polls closed uh, and you know all the ballots are in. There's plenty of counting to be done, and and you know a lot of. You know, the the early reports, of course, that, you know, people are turning out in record numbers, whether that's, you know, physically at an early voting location or whether they have mailed in their ballot, which to me is maybe the best part of this whole process is that 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 the energy that we've energized the electorate and we are out and and, you know, casting our votes in in whatever fashion that is. I think where the the biggest benefit really is in um is in our local elections right i mean we all know what's happening at the federal level but when we can go to the polls and vote for our mayor and city council members or we can vote for our state legislative members that's really where the the difference happens and that's where you know you can see the power of of your vote and what that can can be and and you know it's it it is a t- it is a tough time to govern you know we are we are a, a, a citizenry that is that is divided and it will be, it'll be a challenge for either side to work, to bring, bring that back together. I, um, you know, I, I, I remember as a child going, you know, and you, I'd go with my parents to the polls and they'd go behind the curtain and cast their vote and come back out and they'd have their sticker. And, you know, we'd convince the, the poll worker that, you know, we wanted to have one and, And it was my, you know, I was old enough to do that. And I have voted in every election since I was allowed to um, put myself on the early voting uh, uh, mailing list this last go round. in part because, you know, travel and such, (laughs) you remember travel, but uh, travel often took me out of the state on election day. And so I never wanted to miss that. And so, um, but the conversations around voting were about, the right to do that and to the pride in casting a vote, not about who, certainly not about what party you were registered in, if at all, but really about go to the poll and cast your vote. And so I'm focusing on that part of this, that that the, we have done that. Um, we've done that in droves. And um, in a period of time from the closing of the polls, we will have um, a decision made and, um, you know, some of us will be happy, and some of us will not. And hopefully, though, recognizing that there's still work to be done and whatever you know, issue you believed in prior to election day should still be an issue you believe in after. And um, if the decision was not made in in your favor, then do some things to change that and keep, you know, stay involved and and uh, watch the process happen. Get involved in those organizations that, you know, benefit from whatever it is you wanted to have happen, and and you can still have a voice and still have power in the discussion. So uh, we'll see. I, for one, am going to uh, log off here for a bit and uh, try to uh, not read social media too much. I, I hit puppies and babies. That's all I want to see for the next uh, handful of days. And uh, just to give myself a mental break from it all, it's been, you know, kind of consuming for all of us. And you couple that, of course, with, you know, the, the news of the the pandemic and, and that's still very high on people's uh, conversation list. So it's time for a little mental break and just sit back and relax and, you know, listen to music, read a book, be quiet for a little bit.
1: I think that's good advice for all of us. You know, the noise and and chatter of it all at any time of the year, really, but especially now uh, can be deafening. And it's nice to just pause and reflect and reconnect with ourselves, with what matters to us, with our family, with those around us and get some perspective (laughs) because uh, at the end of the day, you know, as long as there have been humans, there have been differences, some of which were fought over viciously and violently, and some of which were negotiated peacefully and calmly. And that doesn't seem to be any sign of changing. So nope. we're going to continue to human the way we've humaned. And so connecting with our humanity is probably a pretty good idea.
0: Right. And we are entering that time, you know, the the holiday season and and all the feeling grateful and giving thanks and all the other things that go along with it. So, uh, yeah, so, so we'll see. Um, it'll, it's going to be an interesting handful of days here. And, um, when we're, we're back on our next podcast here in a couple of weeks, we will likely have some decisions and we'll, we'll see how we, what we decide we're going to talk about. I, I will probably, um, have my, uh, my special guest join us. My sister again, to chat a little bit, but um, it'll be interesting to see where we are as a country, where we are here in the state of Arizona. And, um, but one thing is for certain, there will be a decision and, um, and where, what that decision is will, will guide us for the next, you know, four years on the federal level and, and uh, here at the local level and at our, in the state, we'll, uh, we'll see where that goes. But one thing, um, you know, we'll, we'll just keep talking about it. We'll have we'll continue to have our conversations around what it looks like in our
1: beautiful state. Of course, one of the wonderful things about the Arizona 100 as a publication is there's insights available to things going on that don't have anything to do <laughs> with the 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 fray and 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 the deafening noise of the of national politics. There's a lot happening around the state uh, in spite of everything else, and. This issue coming up has a lot of interesting stories that shine a light on different things happening, some of which are quite uplifting. What are we going to see in this issue?
0: Sure. So a uh, couple couple things I think of of note. Um, Cox Communications, the internet Cox communications uh, cable company here throughout the state, has a charitable arm called Cox Charities. And they do internally, they create um, opportunities for their 3,000 or so employees to um, make donations and support community organizations across the state. And they have just announced they're um, giving away approximately $560,000 in grants to about 111 organizations throughout Arizona of all different kinds that are um, supporting children, the arts um, animal welfare, and really just um, kind of focusing back on our community. We we talk often about the nonprofits in our community and the corporate efforts to support those organizations. And over the years, um, Cox has awarded about $8.5 million to local nonprofits that support our youth and education. And that's, that's nothing to sneeze at. That's a significant contribution to organizations that are And well, well, much needed and well deserving of, of support. And so we salute Cox on that effort. And, um, it's kind of nice to see that, um, that contribution, especially in the, in the environment that we're in now, where so many of our nonprofits are being impacted, you know, by, uh, COVID and, and reallocation of, of contributions to, um, different areas of their organization. So it's nice to see, uh, Cox step up to do that. Another organization um, that we've talked about in the past is one called Local First, Local First Arizona, which is um, an organization that really supports the importance of um, buying here local, utilizing resources, uh, working with business here in the state, you know, keep the money here, support local businesses. And so they are launching a program called We Rise, and it's a business accelerator program that's focusing on Arizona's Black entrepreneurs. And it's a six-month program. Um, and they are looking at um, opportunities to help our um, the Black entrepreneur community really give them resources, access to information, and provide them with expertise to kind of start a business or grow an existing small business throughout the state. And so it's really... Uh, taking what's been happening in our the larger context of our community and focusing some energy there to um, help and support um, these growing businesses throughout the state. So applications are being accepted now on their website at uh, Local First Arizona through the middle of November. So um, if you are, are a Black business owner and you're looking to get that kind of support Uh, This is a no-fee program and it's a six-month effort um, to access that kind of information. So I encourage you to reach out and consider applying to that program again through Local
1: First Arizona. Pretty cool, I think. Well, and it's such an important uh, commitment to really making sure that all aspects of the small business community here in Arizona are thriving. Uh, Local First is one of the leaders in that arena. And so to see them putting together this curriculum specifically designed to support Black entrepreneurs and small business owners is, of course, an extension of their deep commitment uh, that all small businesses flourish. They are, after all, the, the biggest base of our economic pyramid.
0: Yes, yes definitely. So a couple other um, kind of business stories that we're focusing on, uh, the Arizona Realtors Association, which is the uh, trade association for all the realtors across the state of Arizona, had their fall um, event recently where they have elected their executive leadership. So we do a little profile on the individuals that will be leading that organization. Uh, Chase Building Team, which is a general contractor based in Tempe, but works throughout the state of Arizona, has um, done some work in the Tucson area um, with um, 13 different elementary schools and created uh, custom hand washing stations so that there are opportunities for health and safety there in the in the school districts. They partnered with a couple organizations there throughout Pima County and put these handwashing stations at 13 different schools across Pima County. So Chase Building Team ha- is known for their support of education and recognizing, you know, the, the, the challenges that our schools are facing uh, with COVID and keeping kids safe on campuses. They made that investment in helping out uh, those schools in the Tucson area. So we applaud them for that. And uh, a couple other opportunities that we're chatting about um, Wild Wealth Management, which is a uh, wealth management firm, has just brought in a new partnering organization called Mosaic Financial Associates, who has joined with them to expand the services of both organizations. So that's happening here in the um, Metro Phoenix area. Have you ever visited the Wrigley Mansion?
1: I've not visited it. I've certainly seen it. Uh, it looks very intriguing. Um, but have never been.
0: Well, they are opening back up. So they, um, had plans to, um, take some time here in 2020 to do some renovations. And naturally, we know what else is happening in 2020, but they took advantage of the, the closure and, um, have breathed new life into that historic property, um, creating additional um, outdoor spaces, upgrading some of the amenities, um, enhancing their wine program at at their restaurant. So um, it will be opening up here in phases over the next couple months. And then um, by the end of 2021, all phases of the Wrigley Mansion will be open. It's a fantastic location. It's a We've had events there before. We've done photo shoots. It's just a beautiful outlook to the community, um, overlooks Camelback Mountain and such and Squaw Peak to the other side. So Paestoa Peak to the other side. So it is worth um, taking a drive and, and visiting the Brickley Mansion. Uh, they'll be welcoming guests back here mid-November just in time for Thanksgiving.
1: Well, that's cool. I mean, yeah. that's certainly a, a unique property with a lot of interesting features and to see them expanding outdoor uh, opportunities as well. M- multiple venues, wedding venues, uh, things of that nature is really neat.
0: Right. And then we're going to introduce you to some of the new partners that have been named at uh, Quarles and Brady Law Firm. And then our friends over at Fast Turtle are giving us some additional ideas on how to use digital marketing for your business. So a very well-rounded issue this time out. Um, It will publish, as always, the second and fourth Thursday of each month. But we are adjusting this month because the fourth Thursday is Thanksgiving. So we bumped it up and are doing first and third this year, this month. And uh, we're doing a focus on our nonprofit community on our next issue if you have any news you'd like to share with us, I welcome you to send that to editor at the arizona 100com and of course visit us at our website at thearizona100.com and sign yourself up for our free newsletter and you'll get that delivered to your inbox twice a month on a Thursday, depends on what month it is, but second and fourth, more, more likely than not.
1: And of course, the Arizona 100 podcast is available wherever you consume your podcasts, whether Apple podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, any place that uh, you find podcasts, you'll find us uh, sharing some of our thoughts and insights and perspectives, Um, whether you agree with them or not, we'll share them. Uh, And, uh, Thanks for joining us for these conversations. Abby Fink is publisher of the Arizona 100. Thanks, Abby, for all you do for the state of Arizona.
0: It's my pleasure. Thanks for having this great conversation once again, and we'll look forward to chatting with you again soon.